0: As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. There's no
1: crying in baseball! I ate his liver with some father beatenness. I skinned. That was totally wicked!
0: If I can change, and you can change,
2: everybody can change! And welcome to another episode of your next favorite movie. I am your host, Josh G. And today, I am joined by both Shane and Devon, hosts of the Good Game Guys podcast. Welcome to the show.
1: Thanks for having us. Thank you.
2: Absolutely. So, uh, whichever one wants to go first, why don't you guys tell everyone what your show is all about.
0: Yeah, so um, our podcast, we just sit down, either just the two of us or we have a guest on and we talk about whatever games we're playing that week, whatever ones we've enjoyed the most recently, ones that are coming out, news, um, we'll review ones that are, Particular like right now we have a two-part uh mass effect series you know one came out last week the second part will come out tomorrow um so we've kind of dabbled in different things right now we focus pretty heavily on just um current media
1: for video games
2: brian you want to add to that
1: yeah i mean we um we sat and kind of kind of tried to figure out what we wanted to talk about uh as a whole it started out as apex and then It kind of evolved from there where we would just, you know, talk about video games. We figured Apex is such a like real narrow thing and you can only talk about Apex so much with patch notes coming out almost, you know, back then it was probably like every couple months we'd have new patch notes. Now they've kind of ramped it up, but we figured we would just, you know, talk about video games as a whole now and with E3 coming pretty soon it's going to be, it's going to be a lot of news coming, so. But we had talked about doing a podcast for years, like years leading up to just us doing this. So it's been a wild ride. And we're super thankful for everyone that's supported us along the way.
2: Awesome. Awesome. That, my first podcast, it was like we we were thinking about it and someone was like, you guys should do a podcast. And we were like, screw it. Let's do it. And my <laughs> friend was a voice actor at the time, my co-host, and he already had mics and stuff. So we just went over there and did
0: it. Nice. There you go. That's a good that's way awesome. to start. Uh, Yeah,
2: yeah. All right, so we're getting into some pretty epic territory tonight because we're going to be talking about Quentin Tarantino's Kill Bill.
0: I've killed a hell of a lot of people to get to this point.
2: I went on what the movie advertisements refer to as a roaring rampage of revenge. Bloody satisfaction. You've got to start becoming afraid of her because she is coming. And when I arrive at my destination, I am gonna kill Bill. So, Devon, start with you. When did you first see this film?
1: So I saw this film the year it came out. My parents went and saw it first. Um, So the film, what it came out in like 2003, I was 10 when the movie came out and my parents wanted to go see it first and see if it was okay for me to see. And they heard that there was, you know, some uh, nudity and stuff like that, but it was more like in like the anime part of it. So they went and saw it my dad took me the next day 10 years old i'm sitting here in the movie theater in awe absolute awe of the movie absolutely loved it um it's one of my favorite quentin tarantino movies um i know that's kind of not everyone's favorite movie but i absolutely love it i grew up watching you know like the shaw brothers and all those martial arts movies my dad was super into them so He kind of got me into those movies and this movie kind of encapsulated all of everything that I loved about the Shaw brothers, the music, the style, the fighting, uh, the blood, the gore, everything. So uh, being 10 years old, you know, a lot of people were like, wow, 10 years old when you saw that movie. I'm like, yeah, I was 10. It was great. Movie's awesome. (laughs) So love, love Kill Bill. Have so much love for it.
0: I definitely didn't see it in theaters. I did not see it when I was 10. I saw it. I saw it first when it was on Netflix. Um, so I don't know when. I it, you know it's not there anymore. Whenever it had it to run on there initially, is when I first saw it. And, and I'm hard pressed to think back to which Tarantino movie was the first one that I saw, or like you know when I watched it, I really appreciated. But I feel like this was it. It was either this or Reservoir Dogs. But I, I feel like it was Kill Bill that like was so different from any movie that i'd seen yet was so stylistic like with you know over the top blood and gore especially like with the crazy 88s like i hadn't seen him, i don't think i had seen a movie that was like that and i didn't really know like what the tarantino style was at that point so that was my as far as i remember because reservoir dog is not quite the same my my introduction to that that side of him like the you know the grindhouse style and uh, you know was a big fan. And then I, from there I've, you know, reached out to the others, but it was on Netflix. Um, I wish I had seen it in theaters. I did see Grindhouse in theaters and that was great. So I wish I could have been there for this one, but maybe someday it'll get back there.
2: Yeah. Well, what I'd really love to see is the both of them put together as the whole bloody affair that there. that's rumored. I mean, it's out, I should say, I shouldn't say rumored. Quentin Tarantino has shown it at his theater in LA, the new Beverly, but I'd love to see that. Well, you guys being video game, guys, I'm going to tell you a tragic tale. Oh, no. <laughs> this movie comes out, and it comes out the same day. In case you can't tell by the pillows, I am a horror fan. <laughs> it comes out the same day as a video game adaptation, House of the Dead. Now, at this time, no one knows what an Uwe Bowl movie is. Now I know to stay away, but no, me and my friends went to go see House of the Dead over Kill Bill. That's rough yeah 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 it is that that's mm. and then i ended up seeing kill bill on dvd later and i'm still disappointed to this day i never did go back to see kill bill i wasn't huge into tarantino back then i had seen reservoir dogs my brother showed it to me but it wasn't clicking with me yet i was not 10 i was 18 when this came out showing my age there (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but yeah, that that would be my track to of not seeing Kill Bill <laughs> for the first time when I wish I had seen Kill Bill. Oh
1: man, yeah, in theaters is completely different. I mean the the music, you know what what an absolute wondrous soundtrack that this you know this movie has. You know everything, and just seeing it 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 reminds me of. Um, what movie was it, Shane? Yeah, Shane saw the Joker in theaters, and I I didn't see Joker in theaters, so I, I watched it. We watched it together through like Scener um, on online, so we watched it that way. And honestly, missed the boat on seeing that in theaters. And same same kind of thing, right? I mean, the music. Yeah, but you
0: get to see Kill Bill, so that,
1: that's true. Yeah, one Just for like, you, one for me. It's so it's a completely different experience seeing it in theaters opposed to you know I mean if you've got surround sound at home and stuff like that, I mean you can probably mimic it but i just remember just sitting there with my jaw dropped as like the story was being told of the bride and and everything it just it's such a cool story the deadly vipers just oh it's so sick i I just i love it absolutely love it
2: oh that actually leads perfectly so for those who may have not have seen kill bill just mm-hmm. give everyone a brief synopsis to what this whole thing is
1: about yeah, um so Kill Bill um Uma Thurman she plays uh the bride uh throughout and that's kind of what they refer to her as the bride uh most of them uh besides besides Bill but uh, essentially what happens is she she's part of this Deadly Viper Gang they're all named after snakes uh, after like deadly vipers um her being Black Mamba which is the deadliest of them all and that kind of just Throughout the movie kind of shows how deadly she is. She um, she is assassinated when she's getting married to someone uh, that is not Bill. Um, he, he's a little jealous and murders murders her. Uh, come to find out she was pregnant. Uh, she lives and she goes on a vendetta. And pretty much she's on a mission to kill Bill. Uh, because of everything that her him and the Deadly Viper gang took from her her. Part of that group, uh you got Lucy Liu, uh Vivica Fox, Michael Madsen, Daryl Hannah, and then obviously David Carradine who plays, you know, Bill. But like just the way I mean everyone knows the way Quentin Tarantino, you know, tells his stories and if you don't he he has such a beautiful way of telling stories in his movies, you really have to pay attention um and some things you might I I mean you might pick up things over three or four watches of the movie. But that's just like his art style and everything. And uh, it's just so good. And it took me a while, right? Because I was 10 when I first saw this. So I was really just paying attention to the blood and gore and all that stuff. So storytelling to me wasn't really a big deal. But as I got older and watched the movie multiple times, I was like, man, he's such a genius with his craft. Absolutely crazy.
0: Yeah. yeah. story. Uh, this movie, like I, I'm big on... Um like one of the stylistic things that Tarantino does, which is big characters that have you know, like the, the titles and just being the bride instead of focusing on, you know, the set name a character has, making it more about who their character is and what their role is in the story and what they do. Again, just like with Reservoir Dogs too, like all of them being all the different colors. I'm big on that kind of writing. And even if Kill Bill is not necessarily the, the pinnacle of Tarantino's dialogue, which is a strong point for him as a writer, Kill Bill is probably the most intentionally that's not focused on being like you know a lot it's not um, you know um, which one am I think it would be the best one probably um, in Glorious Bastards uh, just so many good scenes in that one that have really really well written dialogue
2: especially that yeah. opening
0: yeah, yeah the whole opening the you know the bar scene you know later down in the movie like th- those yeah. are, are great examples of why I love his writing for dialogue I don't require I don't think that's really what shines for this movie, but the over the top gratuitous violence that that follows through, the the like unrelenting revenge story that follows through is is really, really good. And obviously, like all the homage that he pays to you know older film styles and all of his inspirations really come through it's not so much as just inspired by but change as much as he's trying to exemplify like this is the exact style that I liked and I'm gonna make it a part of my movie and clearly has made itself a defining movie that you look at you know as an example in itself like oh that's a movie this is like kill Bill you know it's now a phrase where that was you know him harkening back to other styles you know and, and big big set pieces again like in the first movie you know the the, the battle with the crazy eighty eights is I, lo- I love things like that where they take advantage of a lot of space and it, the, the blood is is crazy over the top in a way that you either like i think some people maybe what's off-putting is that it is so much <laughs> but it's it's done in a style you know and i really appreciate you know the way that it, it's a part of the story it's necessary
2: i completely agree with that so that's this if it's been rumored at one point, I think Tarantino shot down at this point, but at one point he was thinking about doing a Kill Bill Volume Three. What would you guys like to see in a Kill Bill Volume Three?
1: I'm so into seeing uh, Vivica Fox's daughter come back. You know, I mean I think that's what everyone <coughs> wants, right? You know, right. The, the bride, after doing what she does, tells her, you know, if you if you want revenge and you want to avenge your mother's death, you should choose to do so. So it'd be cool to see a real movie like focused on her. And I don't know if we want her training to be as good as the bride, because I mean, she's the best of the best. So I think it'd be kind of weird to have her like topple the bride, but it'd be cool to see her like training and maybe she meets, you know, Sonny Chiba and gets a, you know, Hatari Hanzo sword. He's like, listen, I don't want to do this anymore. What do you want? And she's like, I want to avenge my mom. I'm going after the bride and he goes, Oh, do you know what you're doing? Cause like <laughs> this, she's, she's the best of the best. Like you got to really, so I don't really know how they would end it, but I think that'd be pretty cool, you know, or they team up and do something, but I feel like that'd be a cop-out, but like, it'd be cool to see her go after, you know, her, but I, I don't know. It, it'd be, I, I think that's like the, the, the biggest thing, right. You're, you're setting. She's, I mean, he kind of set up a revenge story for her. So it'd be cool to see. I, I'd like to see that 100 percent But I don't know where they would where they would go from there after that. Cause how do you how do you kill Black Bamba? You know, she's uncult. Yeah, either that or, you know,
0: her and her daughter, you know, later down the line grow yeah. up and you know, maybe, you know, trying to leave all that behind her, you know, but her daughter obviously is gonna at some point either learn about who she is or what happened or the, the history of it, and you know, maybe either is directly being trained or is trying to avoid being trained and keep her out of that life like that, but inevitably gets tied into it anyway. And then she gets pulled back in to have to, you know, I mean, I think that's kind of like a cliche follow up, and it, he right. probably wouldn't do that if he was gonna make a, a film, he was gonna do something a little bit more, not, not something that we could probably plan out necessarily, but I think it would have to involve them for sure. Right. The whole theme of the, the films is, you know, is revenge. I think if you don't have, you know, Vivica Fox's daughter come back, what what's the point of the of the third movie yeah
2: Missed yeah, no, i agree. I think that's definitely the way to go and like you say he set it up i mean he sets that up right there in the beginning yeah. okay this is where copperhead. it could end up like that was her, her <laughs> name okay yeah i actually remembered her bernita green as the actual nafta get the
1: snake names <laughs> uh i got him <laughs> um her name uh she's the copperhead and like in the in the beginning, she's like Black Mamba. I should have been Black Mamba, you know. <laughs> hey, like, yeah, which, yeah. Which was which is great. I, I mean, it's hilarious. Yeah, man. Like that that was like such a cool thing having. I mean, right? We said before the Deadly Viper Gang, and they're all named after snakes. You know, Black Mamba, Cottonmouth, Snake Charmer, which that's Bill. He's a snake charmer because you know he's right. got them all. Sidewinder is Bud, which is uh, Bill's brother, and. L drivers, California mountain snake. Like, it's just uh, so cool. Just so cool.
2: I
0: agree. Cool would be the one word uh, description of what the movie aims for. (laughs) Right.
1: Oh, 100%.
2: No argument here. I'll rewatch this back for this. And it'd been a few years. And I was like, oh, these these things are so fucking good.
1: So (laughs) they they are. So good. (laughs) I mean, you got you got people like um, Gordon Liu in the movie right who is just such a you know such a staple in in like i call them you know kung fu movies or martial arts films you know gordon liu has been such a such a force in them right i first saw him in um shaolin master killer which is like my top my top movie of like choice for kung fu movie so when i heard that he was going to be You know, later on down the road, when I realized it was Gordon Liu in the movie, I was like, dude, Gordon Liu is the man. You know, he plays, um, he plays two roles, I believe. He plays the leader of the Crazy 88s, and he plays Pai Mei. Yep. And Pai Mei is such a badass. Love Pai Mei. That whole, that whole scene of her training with Pai Mei was probably my favorite part of the movie's absolutely my favorite parts you know her her teacher and then learning what happens to him and she just freaks out and she uses so much of what he taught her like against everyone and it's just so badass yeah oh
2: yeah, no, I agree. I, I, sometimes I'll still stand at like a wall, and I'll just put my hand to the wall,
1: just to see <laughs> right.
2: what I am like, I'm not gonna be able to do this one. Oh,
1: I loved it when she was doing it when she was doing it in her sleep, and she like punched the wall, and she yeah. like freaked out and hurt herself. Oh my god, so good. Oh man, it was great.
2: All right, now let's go into territory no one wants to talk about: the dreaded remake. Uh, granted, I don't think... One, I wouldn't want to see it. But two, I don't think anyone could re- remake any Tarantino movie. Uh-huh. But if we had to recast some of these people. Uh-huh. Who do you think we want to go with? You got to recast the bride and bill and probably the, vi- the rest of the Viper clan. Viper gang.
1: Damn. I'm recasting them? Oof. And I can pick anyone, right?
2: Yeah. You can... Whatever. You can flip it on his head and ginger swap everything if you wanted to.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'd probably put Jessica Chastain as the bride. Um, okay. I, d- I don't know why, but I just think of her. Oh, Oreni, she. Uh... I'm trying to think, Oren, man. Shane, I don't know if you have someone for Oren, but. <laughs> you know who'd be cool as bill morgan freeman that'd be badass morgan freeman is bill i'd be down for that
0: yeah for a rant, i'm not sure i think um what is this character's name
1: bud would be cool um to be um Elba. Ooh, <clears> Ooh, <throat> that'd be dope i was thinking john malkovich i'd love to see malkovich in a movie like this, yeah, that'd be cool. Uh, but, too. but Idris Elba would be badass. That'd be sweet. I like that. You know, I might switch it up and put—I probably put like Jason Statham somewhere in here too. Maybe just have him be, you know, play L, but I don't know, different name maybe. And then, Vernita Green, Vivica Fox. Ooh, you know, would be cool. Because Vivica Fox was in, was she in Set It Off? She was in Set It Off, right? If I'm on. not sure on that. I, I think so, put, but
2: I haven't nice actually seen it.
1: I probably put Jada Pinkett there. That'd be cool. So like Jessica Chastain. Mm. Oh, we don't have we don't have Oren yet.
0: Um, shit. Oren. Um, I would say Sandra.
1: O. Okay. Oh yeah, that'd be dope. So Jessica Chastain, Sandra O, Morgan Freeman, Jada Pinkett. Idris Elba and Jason Statham. That's badass. <laughs> I'd watch that. I mean, you know, if they did remake, but I'd yeah, watch, I mean, it. I, I'd I watch it. I'd watch it.
2: Yeah, I right. agree. It's like I, yeah. I'd watch it. I'd be apprehensive, depending on who's directing it, I guess.
1: But I, I, I would, I would watch yeah. it. Yeah, it, it'd be tough, right? Because if I heard that they were remaking Kill Bill, I'd be like, no.
0: Not and gonna Jessica Chastain that. was going to be what your bride? Yeah, I would say um, Charlize Theron
1: oh
0: that's a good choice
1: that is a very good choice
0: yeah i almost can see her playing it like now like not even like a remake i could see it fitting into like even the the movie as it exists right now yeah so let's say who if
2: going back to the sequel who would you want to see play vivica fox's daughter
1: oh grown up
0: well I, i think willow right that'd be perfect
1: Either Willow or Zendaya, one of the two. Yeah, Zendaya would be good. Either Willow, Zendaya. I'm trying to think who else would probably fit really well in that role. No, those two really come. Um, out. What's her name? I'd be super down for that.
0: Um, Tiana Paris. She um, was in uh, Wandavision.
1: Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Yep! 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 Gotcha! Yeah, she would actually be really cool in there. Yeah, I'd be down for either of those three. That'd be sweet. Who would play? Who would play? Um, her all grown up, uh, the bride's daughter, all grown yeah, up.
2: that's true too. Yeah. Mm.
1: Damn. Um, maybe. What was her name? She was in uh, Kick Ass.
2: Chloe? Chloe Grace Moretz.
1: Yeah, that'd be badass.
2: I can actually see that. Yeah. I yeah, that.
1: I mean, she did a great job in that movie, so I would love to see her in there. Yeah, that'd probably be a good pick. Either one of those three, and yeah, I could see that. It'd be dope.
2: Yeah, I think she's old enough now to pull that off.
1: Oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah, hell yeah! God, dude, I
2: love those movies. All right, last thing you got to do: got to sell Kill Bill to someone who hasn't seen it. Maybe they don't like Tarantino movies. So you got to sell them <sighs> on why they should watch this one.
1: Infamous. <laughs>
2: Maybe they're one of these people, like you said. It's not the popular pick to be on top. Maybe you need to sell them on giving it a revisit on why they should reassess Kill Bill. Yeah, it's that final pitch.
1: Go ahead, I Devon. Mean, you, you throw it out first. I mean, so me, I just walk in the boardrooms. <clears throat> Do you like spaghetti westerns? Do you like samurais? Now, what if they all came together? Bruce Lee meets me meets woman, right? all all conjoined into one that's probably what i would say i mean the movie's great right i mean you've got your action you've got your storytelling the music is amazing i mean if you're not big on blood that's okay i i think yes there is a lot but they're dealing with samurai swords and a lot of kung kung fu so like that is going to be a staple once you get past that the movie's just great from there you know, once you get used to the fact that there are samurai swords, this is how it's going to happen. I mean, there's going to be a lot of blood. There's going to be a lot of, you know, a, a lot of blood. Um, <laughs> just so much. Once you get past it, you're good to go. hundred percent good to go. I think anyone would enjoy the movie. There's a lot of people out there that I've I've talked to a few people that are like, ah, I can't get behind Kill Bill. And I'm like, you know what? You should rewatch it because, you know, once I feel like that's what it is. It's such a culture shock at first for people that have never seen uh, a lot of martial arts movies or a lot of blood or anything like that in movies. Whereas like he does this in a lot of movies, right? In Glorious bastards, Django unchained, like there's a lot of blood, a lot of gore. So if you can get into those, you can get into this hundred percent.
0: All right. I'm going to watch it. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of the same thing. I'd say, you know, Good action movie that has a lot of everybody loves a good revenge movie that has a really good, you know, motive behind it and really get you to care about the characters and care about what what's gonna happen and have like cool characters with cool fights. I would probably just show them the beginning of the first movie if I think that that's something they'd be into. Let them watch the whole beginning, like the wedding portion of it, and then just say, There you go. All set. Like if that doesn't tie you into want to watch the rest of it, I don't know what will. That's a couple minute clip. That's a little trailer you can play. Just like, give me the first two minutes. <laughs>
2: Yeah, right. That's all it needs.
0: <laughs> yeah. But no, it's exactly, it has perfect training. It has, like, things a, it's a, it's a, it's like samurai fights, like the, the fight sequences, if you're big on, like, intense action sequences, like, to be fair, the Crazy 88 sequence is no um, Kingsman, but it's still very good. It's still very, very
1: good. Oh, that Crazy 88 fight was so awesome especially like towards the end where she meet like she sees the young kid and he's like 15 and she just bends him over and just ding ding go yeah. back to your mother <laughs> bing bing go what are you doing with the yakuza like <laughs> crazy she murders everyone in that place i think my favorite part was when she was standing up top and it's just like his uh pan out shot of the whole floor and there's people rolling around and they, like just arms off, there's bleeding all over the place. Oh my God. It was great. And the band, I think the band was still playing too. The whole, the whole song. Like the, yeah. that whole. Well, and
0: the fact that too, like, during that fight that it goes black and white too. Like just the stylized portion of it is awesome. Oh. And I'm
2: pretty sure in the whole bloody affair, the unedited version, they actually leave it all in color. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That'd be I, cool to see. Yeah. I think, I think they did because I think the whole black and white, it was a stylized choice, but I think also it would have got him an X rating because it was too much, so he went black <laughs> and white with it, Yeah, if I'm, if I'm remembering correctly. Yeah. I may be wrong, but I think I heard that.
1: No, I, th- <laughs> I, th- I think you're right about that because if they would have just showed it all in color, it would have been... <laughs> uh, they were already pushing it when they when they put it in theaters, right? It was like you had to be 17 or older to go see this movie, or you had to be with a parent like me. so i would not have been allowed to see it at 10. (laughs) no way (laughs) listen man i saw people bringing their kids in to see deadpool right and i was like all right cool and i think people i was with were like oh my god they're bringing their kid to see deadpool like what i was like yeah i saw kill bill when i was 10. they're (laughs) good they're okay this is mild to what i saw
2: (laughs) yeah i think i think the only time i've ever question someone was i saw some a grandma bring in an eight-year-old to house of a thousand corpses
0: Ooh. oh dude i couldn't watch that movie as an adult yeah. well, i
2: watched it as an adult and we were actually leaving and they were coming in early and i'm like i don't think she knows what she's getting into oh
0: cool. i think the name <laughs> would kind of give it away right you
2: would think so but I House don't of know. a Thousand.
0: what maybe that's not right for you i don't know maybe <laughs> maybe we should see like the power rangers movie instead i,
2: I, I don't know if it was just or on kill the, bill <laughs> perfect for your age.
0: <laughs> <There> you <go. laughs> I
2: don't know if it was just up on the thing, his house, and she's like, "Oh, that sounds fun," and didn't actually see the whole title or what. Oh. But.
0: Yeah, or convinced, like, "No, no, 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 no. This is a good movie. It's just a silly name. It's a joke. You're gonna love it." And then it's too late. Already bought the tickets. Right. Oh, jeez.
2: All right, guys. I think that's gonna wrap this one up. Why don't you tell everyone where they can find you and the show?
0: Yeah, so you can listen to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, all the normal places. Um, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Good Pod. Uh, you can find us on Podchaser to see our episodes, so leave a review there if you'd like. Um, we also have a coffee account, so ko-fi.com uh, slash Pod. if you want to. Afterwards, if you think we're worth it and you want to throw a couple of dollars there, you can. The biggest thing we're active on is Twitter and you know, the episode that's wherever works best for you.
1: 100%. Yeah. Go out there. Follow us. Um, also, you know, give this give this pod that we're on right now a listen to. Not just our episode, previous episodes and future ones. So check them out.
2: All right. And as always, you can follow the show at YNF Movie Pod. We're on Twitter and Instagram. Available wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to come back next week because I'll have a new guest and a new movie. And who knows, that may become your next favorite movie. You guys take care. I'll talk to you next time.